buffalo tenders and cheese curds. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't know you were recording. So oh, now sorry. They're just gonna hear me. <laughs> they're just gonna hear you. That's fine. We're natural. We're all natural. My mouth full. I don't even have a bra on. Ooh, love that, that for you. Honestly, me either. I just I had to check. I was like. Right, I had to check when I got here, and I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I don't think you'd care. <laughs> well, I'm I got about freeing the nipple. Right. Well, I got yeah. home, and I was like, there's time. I'm going to take this off. So I did, and then I just left Yeah. without it on. I was like, "Yeah." oh, well, it's kind of warm out anyway, so I'm not mad. Yeah, it's, it's nice out today. It is. It was a mild December. Yeah. I mean, but that's um, global warming for you, but you know. Yeah. Well... Uh, so I had a crazy dream last night. Oh, do tell. Um, <coughs> I don't know what caused this dream. I don't know if it was, like, researching into our first cold case stuff, uh-huh. or if it was because we are watching a cold case, like, show. We're watching Bones. Right. Yeah, you told me. I don't know if it's because we're watching that on top of this research. Right. Um, yeah. But... In my dream last night, me and Corey were in a cabin. Sounds hmm. cute, romantic. Yeah. But I saw these two men looking indoor, like Excuse in me. the windows of the cabin that me and Corey were in. Uh-huh. So I ran up to the window and looked at them, like made faces so that they knew we were there, like yeah. seeing them. Okay. And the men walked off like they didn't see me. So I ran up to Corey and was like, hey, did you see those men? Like, what, what the hell? And he was like, yeah, I was just coming to get you to see if you knew who they were. Yeah. So we ran outside, and they were gone. So we went kind of searching for them. Yeah. Couldn't find them. And we turned around, and this woman, all dressed in black, brown hair, had a cute little mole on her chin, uh, was right behind us. And we were like, hey, did you see these two guys? And she said, don't worry, you'll see them again. I said... What? <laughs> what does that even mean? And she said, I swear to you, she said, they, they're they going to kill you in eight days. Mm. And then I woke up. Um, what? what? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. So I don't know if that was like alternate timeline me. About to be gone. Okay. Because clearly I don't. I don't think it actually meant my waking life. Uh, I would not have gone to work if I believed. Yeah. That I would be in Bermuda enjoying my last eight days if that was the case. But, well, you know. So, yeah, that's. Okay. Um, And they're just going to keep getting weirder throughout this podcast, I'm sure. This season anyway. Yeah, Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm excited. I'm just fully aware that my dreams are gonna be fucking wild fucking wild (laughs) and that's the opening to season two woohoo i'm bridget i'm dara and welcome to season two episode one of two girls in a theory where we have fucked up dreams now (laughs) all right yeah last season my dreams were about aliens and reptiles coming to take me makes sense but this time it's about someone trying to murder me murder so fuck yeah that's messed up yeah uh, um it's a little too specific Do yeah eight days eight days next friday okay uh-huh mm. that's how i feel about it too um jesus okay yeah i would call out of work 
but you know it could it could, they could get me anywhere so i'm just gonna live my life uh, okay anyways i'll ask you next week like hey <laughs> next friday just live? check in on me hi, hello <laughs> i'll send you my work schedule yeah i'll go <laughs> to your fucking job You're like hi <laughs> is she here you'll just be in the quiet room all day just waiting, just waiting to see you. me pace back and right forth. right oh i'll just Perfect. go barging into the fucking client rooms just hello yes bridget is she yep. here yep you're like what the fuck are you doing here <laughs> thank god okay i just wanted to yep. make sure you're okay and you know what i would understand You'd be okay with I that, Because I would right? do the same thing for you. Okay. You, if but, you had a fucked up dream like that. You, so. You'd be okay with that, oh, right? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I yeah, just, girl, I just wanted to make you, sure. you could be in the connecting room there watching me massage people. And if anybody asks, I'll be like, you know, there's a hitman out for me, apparently. Yes. In another universe. And we're just making sure it's not this one. So. I just take you home and just be like, <laughs> let's just go home. Let's just go, let's yeah. just go home. You can protect me what with your bat. What if he that you are massaging is the, the hit? Let's go. Let's well, go. Luckily, I think I'll remember their faces. Okay. So if I do see them in public, I'll be like, I'll just put you I'll in freeze. my truck and just like cover you <laughs> with my jacket in the back yeah. seat. Like, stay down. Yeah. <laughs> just go home. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> just driving completely paranoid. That's, yeah. I, yeah. Well, guys, uh, before we start this episode. Yes. We have to put in a trigger warning. Absolutely. For pretty much everything. Um, obviously murder. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't even like saying the word. Rape comes up in oh. a speculation. Okay, but still, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so trigger warnings for that completely. Yes. Um, and I guess we could say trigger warning for kidnapping, just in case. Just traumatic situations. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Yeah. Trigger warning this case. This, yes. This, yeah. Uh, but... The case today is on Tara Calico, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Um, like Calico Cat. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like Tara can also be pronounced Tara. So oh, I don't, okay. I just right. want to make sure I'm getting it right. Yeah. So, to begin our episode one. All right, guys. <laughs> it's Okay, so it's going to get deep and heavy now. Yeah, because I'm about to start reading my notes. Okay. That I actually wrote into a whole story so that it would... Flow better. Flow better. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. All right. All right, guys. Um, So, Tara Calico... Yes. ...was a brown-haired, hazel-eyed, 19-year-old woman. Oh, so she's beautiful is what you're saying. Sounds... Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, There's my trigger. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Beautiful women. (laughs) Just beautiful women. There's my trigger. (laughs) Okay, I'm just just trying to get the silly out of the way. Sorry. Okay, yeah, continue. Yeah. At least, yeah. At least we can make a silly about that. Yeah. <laughs> so she's beautiful. All she right. is. Yeah. Uh, she's from Balin. I want to say that's how you pronounce it. New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had some scars from childhood, like on her right shoulder, and she had some birthmarks on her legs. You have some very intimate details about. It's coming up later, so I like to make oh, sure it's okay, in there. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. She was also a sophomore at the University of New Mexico, Hmm. and she would like to go on a regular 34-mile bike ride with her mother, Pat. For fun? for fun. And, you know, I'm not knocking you. You do what you do. But 34 miles. Like, split up between, like, a few weeks? 
No. All in a day. In a in a in a day. In a day. All in a day. Mi- in a regularly. Okay, that's a mile and a so quarter. We'd say maybe like four hour bike rides. Okay. Regularly. Good for her. Hot yeah. damn. All right. Well, she would use she would go on these yeah, good for her. I I I, I learned how to ride a bike this year. Yeah. And I've only ridden it like three times. We need to do that again, by the way. Yeah, it's just cold outside. Oh uh, no, not right now. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm like <laughs> in the, the, when the sun is high, higher up and out longer. And warm. Yeah. And warmer, sure. Yeah. What the fuck? No. What do you think I am? <laughs> well, uh Tara would go on thirty four mile bike rides with her mom Pat. Oh, okay. Uh Pat eventually stopped riding along, at least as often. Okay. Because she felt like they were being stalked by a motorist. Oh. She says that she insisted for Tara to take some type of protection when she goes on rides with her. Like mace, you know. Well, anything that can conveniently be carried okay, while so, bike riding. So the mom, so Pat stopped riding, but Tara kept, kept Correct. going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Okay. Um, sadly, mm-hmm. Tara declined. Taking protection with her on her rides. So unknowing that she was just about to go on the last bike ride that she would be seen. Oh my god. Yes. No. All right, guys. This is where it starts getting real, real sad. September 20th, 1988. Okay. That's the year is kind of important. Around around 9.30 a.m., Tara was leaving for her regular ride mm-hmm. on Highway 47. Okay. And she had told her mother to come pick her up somewhere along the route if she wasn't home by noon. Because she had a tennis game that she was attending at, no- at 1230. Okay. When Tara didn't arrive home, her mother went out to get her. Pat was hope. Unfortunately, what comes next is not what Pat was hoping to find. Okay. During the search for Tara along her regular bike route, Pat found Tara's Walkman, a hundred feet away from the highway. Oh my god. And leading up to the Walkman, there were footprints, bike tracks, tire tracks, and even some oil that had leaked from the truck. Oh my god. But there was no Tara, no blood, or bicycle. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, first, I just want to say, like, before, this is definitely a speculation on my part. Okay. Just listening to that, it sounds like somebody ran her off the road. Yeah. Like, ran her off the road, knew that she was alone, knew that they could take her, take yeah. her on, and and then... yeah. Didn't want to leave any trace of evidence, so took her bike, too. Yeah, like, you know, part of me thinks it's, like, wants to be, like, on a gooder side. Like, where I'm like, oh, maybe they accidentally ran her off the road and they took her to, like, the ER or something. Mm, No. But obviously that's not what happened. Right. Yes. Uh, So, all the police and the parents had to go by is an anonymous witness... That said they saw her around 11.30 a.m. And that there was a dirty white or light gray 1954 Ford pickup with a homemade camper 
following very closely behind her. There was a witness that saw that? Mm-hmm. Okay. An good. anonymous witness. Good. Okay, good. And after that, the case went cold. That was it? That's all they had to go That's off of? That's all they had to go off of. And it went cold. They didn't have a license plate, nothing. Oh and they're in New Mexico, like, God. on a highway. Like, yeah. that's that's travelers on travelers. Right. So, the, it, it's impossible to, and there could be more than one white pickup truck. Yeah, or, or light gray. Or, light gray, or, yeah. right. And then they could mistake it for. Yeah. Now, the year of it, I think, was is pretty old for it to be in the 80s, because it's 1954. The truck was in yeah. 1954? Oh, yeah. And it's, she she was taken in the 80s, like, late 80s, 1988. Okay. Like, I feel like that's, I feel like not many people would own a Ford pickup, but I guess if you're not aware of where they're traveling from, like, if you didn't see the license plate. No, I mean, like, I don't think that it, no one would be an owner of that kind of truck or that year, because there's still, like, vintage cars running around here, even today, in 2021. That's true. You know, so I, is, I don't think is, 30, a, is that considered a vintage car, though? 34 years. Of a 1954 Ford pickup? You know what? Let's look up what it would look like, because then that'll give us a better... Um, I, personally, I wouldn't think that it would be that old for the 80s. Yeah, and plus the 80s... Oh, yeah, that's definitely vintage. It's very... Uh, today... In today's standards, very vintage. Back then, probably just kind of old. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But it's definitely something that would stick out. Yeah. Like a sore thumb. Yeah. Especially Um, if it was looking a little shady. Very shady. Very, like, maybe it wasn't very taken care of. Yeah. Wasn't well-maintained. You know, it should be easy to remember. Yes. Which, obviously, it was. Yeah. So... Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're already you're already spinning, and, and we're not already even already spinning. Yeah, and plus that that truck, yeah, you could definitely hold. Yeah. A, you know, like a teenager's bike in that for sure. Especially if you're carrying a camper along with it. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. space. Yeah, there's space. There's space for that, right? So I mentioned before that she went missing in '88. Mm-hmm. So between '88 and '89, mm-hmm. there were several claims of sightings not in new mexico but in the southern u.s just all over the southern u.s all over the southern u.s in general yeah oh god none of the sightings were proven okay at least enough evidence to be her okay um however on june 15th 18 or just kidding 1989 okay a woman was walking into her local convenience store located in Port St. Joe, Florida. Oh, God. Okay. When she saw a sketchy white van in a parking spot near her. Mm-hmm. She went inside, bought what she needed, left. Okay. By the time she left, the creepy windowless van was gone. When she was leaving, though, she noticed that there was a Polaroid on the ground where the van was previously parked. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. When she went to pick up the Polaroid, she immediately had to go and take it to the police. Oh, my God. The Polaroid. Sorry, guys. We're going to go ahead and trigger warning this because it can get sad real fast. 
the Polaroid was a picture of a teenaged girl no. and a young boy. No. With their hands tied behind their backs. No. With their mouths sealed with black tape. Oh, my God. And when the police got this photo, it became a nationwide case to identify the kids in the photo. No. Uh, Tara's parents saw this Polaroid on the news, called the Florida Police Department, and confirmed that they were very certain the girl was her. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. They believed it was her because of the birthmark shown on her leg that was in the photo. Oh, my God. Yeah. Also in the Polaroid was a book right there next to her, which just so happened to be Tara's favorite novel at the time. Oh, well, which, before I continue, uh-huh. I just think that's kind of weird. That she had a book with her? Yeah, specifically her favorite novel. Because she was going, she went missing going on a bike ride. So clearly she wasn't bringing anything with her. She was I was going to ask, I was just going to ask that. Like, did she have a backpack on her when she was riding her bike? There was no evidence of it, no. Okay. Her mother didn't say that she went missing with it. She just went missing with her bike. Okay. Okay. So that, that means whoever abducted her, if that was her for certain. Right was trying to take care of her in their own sick, sadistic way. By, well, By buying her her favorite novel? Well, I'm not sure that he bought her a novel. Maybe it was just a coincidence that he had the novel. Or maybe, like... I mean, the, it was... Okay, we can't say for sure that she wasn't riding her bike without a backpack. So, if she had a Walkman on her... Chances are she had some. Chances other stuff. are she had something else. Right. Yeah, that's so, true. So it, you know, and she, like I said, because, uh, like I said earlier, anyway, guys, this case because it's still an unsolved cold case. There's just a lot of speculations, and obviously, I'm going to be speculating this entire thing too. So I mean, same here. Yeah. Obviously, because I. Yeah, I, I don't know yeah. anything more than what you're telling me about this case. Yeah, but it does. Sound... I didn't. I didn't think about that. She might have the book with her. Right, like it could have been, so she's a sophomore in college, right? Yeah. And, it's, and she likes doing these 34-mile bike rides. Maybe in between miles, you know, she'll take a little break, take a break, read a hydrate. book. Hydrate. Right, right. Okay, so all she'll right. Ha- I mean, you'll definitely need to have water on this yeah. bike ride. So there's a chance she, she, maybe not a backpack, but like a little knapsack or something. You yeah. Know? So, it's, yeah, she could have had stuff with her. Yeah. Had to. So they found her with a book, her yeah. favorite book. So they found they found the Polaroid, and in the Polaroid was her with her favorite book. Um, the young boy mm-hmm. was also believed to be identified as Michael Henley, also identified by his parents. Okay, who went missing in the Zuni Mountains in 1988, oh which is God. three and a half hours away from where Tara went missing. Three and a half hours away from in where the Tara mountains. went missing. Yep. Okay. Once again, after this Polaroid, the case was cold. Okay. Side note. Yeah. I put this. One second. No more remote's in my way. All right. I put this in big bold letters, so I made sure to put it in here. It was later believed that the little boy in the Polaroid was no longer Michael. His remains were found. Oh, no. I know. In 1990, two years after his disappearance, okay, 
seven miles away from where he went missing. Forensic analysts said that there is no evidence of foul play or placement or even kidnapping. His remains were caused from an overexposure to nature, to nature and wildlife. Oh my god. So, okay, like, how old was he when... I I don't know. Judging by the picture, he looks pretty young. He, so he was a little bit younger than... I would say he was younger Tara. than her, for sure, yeah. Okay. So is there a chance he might have gotten free and then just, like, couldn't make it, got lost, got see, dehydrated? See, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. And I don't... Again, speculation... I don't understand how you could search for somebody where they went missing. Yeah. And you just didn't see them seven miles away from where they went missing. How how wide was your search? Well, I mean, you don't necessarily... And I'm, I'm just speculating, too. I'm not speaking on behalf of law yeah. enforcement. But, like, I guess the, the thought process is if you're missing, if you're taken away from the place where you were missing, then you'd search yeah. outside of it. Not necessarily just inside of it, because then that just limits your scope of searching for a person. So maybe the last thing they were thinking was, well, we're going to keep searching out here, out here, out here, because he was taken away in a vehicle the same way that Tara was taken away. So that vehicle could have gone Okay, so you're thinking that they thought it was connected, so they... Oh, right. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I'm thinking, like, this person, this, this little boy was also kidnapped by the same person that, okay. that Tara was... Well, because of the Polaroid. Yeah. So... The Polaroid was found after he went missing, though. He, okay, right. Yeah. So, Polaroid was found after he went missing. Mm-hmm. A year after Tara went missing. Or, no. The same year Tara Okay, went right, missing. so they... Went, so I could still see the connection. It's only three and a half hours away from where they each other was missing. right. So what 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 about if Tara went missing the same day that this boy went missing? Because this guy just decided, hey, I'm going to take you up into the mountains, and I'm going to take another kid with me. Oh, you know, maybe. And it was his this thought process was like, you went missing. Now I need to find a distraction to keep people away from you that went missing to put the dis- or to put the attention on this boy that went missing. Okay. And that way, I have like collateral one of you I can hold hostage and use as a threat while the other I put up for ransom. That kind okay. of thing. Yeah. I guess. It's a very complex way of it thinking. It is. It's a very complex way. It's just... But it's not impossible. I guess I, yeah, it's not. I just... I guess because I obviously wasn't there. Right. Right. I, I, I mean, just don't understand. Because I, I no sense, personally right. would search near first. Okay. Because if he's a young boy, like that went missing or on a campsite with his family, I would just think he ran off a little bit. Okay. So I think I would personally search the surround, like surrounding areas while everybody else would search the, the wider. Search for, for yeah. The way. Okay. I but, mean, yeah, I that mean, makes sense. Um, but that also could just be because I watch a lot of crime shows. So I see how this is mistaken easily all the time. And I'm just like, mm, yeah. well, it's just sad. It I, I don't even want to think don't... about the thought process that this monster had for robbing the lives of these two children. Yeah. Children! 19, Absolute you are a children. child, yeah. okay? 
and however young this boy was, I mean, I want to say he was probably around seven or eight. Fuck's sake! Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. In September of 2008. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This is another, like, just big, bold point. Just a huge time jump. Yeah. Big time jump. Okay. It became more plausible that a girl, that the girl in the Polaroid wasn't Tara either. Wasn't her? Wasn't Tara. Again. Okay. Plausible. Okay. An anonymous person came forward with the idea that Tara was most likely killed the day of her disappearance by men from her school. What makes her think? That's very specific. What makes this We're person... to take a brief pause. Okay. Because my dog needs me. Okay, so... All right. So, September 2008. Right. It became more plausible mm-hmm. that the girl in the Polaroid wasn't Tara. Okay. An anonymous person mm-hmm. came forward with the idea uh-huh. that Tara was not... Ginger's drinking water, if you guys can hear that. That is that is some fierce drinking. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> An anonymous person came forward with the idea mm. that Tara was most likely killed the day of her disappearance by men from her school. Oh, that's right. Okay, my thought was, what makes this person think, that, that very specifically, that it was two people from her school? Because yep. that makes me think that this person went to the same school that Tara went to. Knew about it all these years. And knew about it. And knew about these two people. Had these... Or group. Or gr- whatever. Yeah. Right. Like, had her suspicions about whoever was involved in her disappearance. Uh-huh. To have made that claim. Yep. So who the fuck is this person? Good question. Oh, she doesn't identify herself. No. Anonymous. She, she's anonymous the whole anonymous. time. Anonymous. Yep. Oh, my fucking... That doesn't fucking help anyone. Uh-uh. No, especially if you can't tell us the the men that probably murdered her. Okay, I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Yeah. Agreed. So, this part becomes speculation, but it does start to make sense because of what was just said. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, taking another big time jump here. Oh, God. In 2013. Okay, yeah, that's that's relative, yeah, mm-hmm. relatively big, yeah. 2013, a man named Henry Brown okay. was on his deathbed and confessed mm-hmm. that he went to a person's house named Lawrence Romero Jr. Okay. They were in the basement hanging out with a group of guys, and Henry noticed a woman's body... Wrapped up in a tarp. I'm sorry, what? And buried in a makeshift grave. I, wait, in the basement? In the basement. This body was wrapped in a tarp and the makeshift grave was... In the basement. Made in the basement. Yes. Um, so... Did he call the police? No. Are because, you fucking kidding me? Because Lawrence Romero Jr.'s father was the sheriff. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So, the other men that were there mm-hmm. told Henry that the body was Tara's. They confessed everything to him. The group of guys. To the sheriff? 
No. No. Henry is just a random guy that was hanging out with the guys one day. Okay. And realized he was hanging out with a bunch of murderers. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, no. Henry wasn't the bad guy. He couldn't tell the cops because the sheriff was the father of one of the guys. Uh, Tell him anyway. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Agreed. Okay. Um, Well, the group of guys stated Mm -hmm. that they saw her riding her bike. Oh, my God. Struck her with the car. No. Abducted her. R- raped her. Oh stabbed her. Oh and then buried her. Okay. Yeah. Not okay. But but right, you're I'm, you're putting some pieces together. Yeah, I'm trying to take it in stride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the group of guys threatened to murder Henry if he told the authorities. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, one, one thing about this case though, is like clearly if this is, cause again, it's speculation. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's something that somebody said on their deathbed, which, you know, uh, well, sounds like it would be more true in that sense, but right. A deathbed confession. How, how are you going to be the sheriff? Like, are you never home? A body stinks reeks yeah and yeah. obviously the makeshift grave wasn't very deep if you could still see her in a blue tarp oh my god you know so i want to know were you never home were you oblivious or were you part of were it? you part of it if you're the sheriff and you didn't fucking notice that you didn't smell it you didn't you know your son's like no 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 don't go in the basement don't go in the basement you had no suspicions whatsoever no, no why the fuck are you the sheriff you obviously suck at your fucking job that's uh-huh i'm just pissed off because this this could it, okay if all of these you know these speculations if they're fact if yeah. henry brown did make a deathbed confession yeah. saying you know i i know this blah 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 um what the fuck yeah and another thing that i feel weird about this is this is very true very common yeah when people are dying on their deathbeds, they usually confess to murders that they were in. Right. Like they were... That they were involved in. Right, right. And in this case, he might feel that he's involved in it. Just because he knows just it. Just because he knew about it. Right. And never told. Right. Um, so there's guilt so involved. So there's guilt. I would fucking hope so. Yeah. And then part of me thinks that maybe he really was part of it. Of the murder itself. And he's just trying to still seem like a good guy. Oh. There's so many ways that could go. So many ways that it can go. And I just, I just don't, I don't get it. No, I don't, no. just, what's there to get? Yeah. just, and another thing I'm questioning is, I I understand that they threatened to murder you Mm -hmm. if you told the authorities. However, years went by. You could have told the authorities. You could have told the authorities at some point. Right. Years went by. He should have told them that day. Like, as soon as he... What, you think the group of guys gonna murder you? Like, fine. I would... It, that yeah. just proves their point. your point. Right. Like, tell and, them. Like, oh, they said they're going to murder me. And if, if I tell you, and if I'm attempt, dead... Right. Then, then you there's know. your proof. Authorities, hello? Hello? Oh, my God. So... Anyway. Yeah, no, I... Listen, if I ever got wind of or was confessed to about the murder of anyone that I knew was close to blah 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 I would immediately go to the fucking police and if they the people that told me that if they were like 
um, oh, we're gonna murder you if you tell anyone. Go the fuck ahead. At least yep. I told someone. Yep. I don't. Okay. And you know, I wouldn't just tell the police. Like I would tell other people. I, I would have right. actual documentation uh, of the fact yeah. that it was said to me. I would have, and I would also have documentation that I told the police and that they did nothing about it. Right. That, if that was the case, I would lawyer up. It, absolutely. I'd leave a paper trail. I'd, li- I'd leave absolutely a handwritten paper trail. I'd leave voice notes. I'd leave in the digital age. Could you really get away with anything? No, you shouldn't be able to. No. So, um, at least no. that's what this day and age, but that was the eighties wasn't digital. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm 80s, saying nineties. Like, yeah. Right. I'm saying like in this day and age, absolutely yeah, not. Absolutely there's, not. there's no excuse. And what I also, yeah. Like the case is still open. I bet. The yeah. case is still open. It's true. Get a warrant. Check that fucking basement. Like it's right there. You could still find bones. The, if, absolutely. You know, if she really were buried there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, drain. It, I haven't gotten to that part, but I'll I'll say it right now. Okay. Drain the pond that they supposedly threw the bike in. Oh. Yep. So they threw the bike away in a pond. Yes. So the group that threatened Henry okay. also uh, told, also told, correction, when Henry told the authorities finally on his deathbed mm-hmm. what was going on, he also told them that he believed the group relocated Tara's body to a nearby pond and that they took the bike to a junkyard. Okay. Still, though, drain the, drain the pond. Yeah. What gets me about this is he is not the only one on his, that confessed to somebody else confessing. Okay. Later on, another man came forward and said that a suspect from the case... Mm-hmm. had confessed the same story to him too can they is there any way to find out if it's the same person that said that confessed that story or if there is they are not letting that be public oh so. my fucking god i know i know I this know. is infuriating i'm sorry <laughs> this is the Girl. season two episode now you one under- now you understand why i, I was f- having nightmares last night i am infuriated yeah okay just yeah so, sadly, despite the witness testimonies, Tara's body was never found. There was never enough evidence to charge anything. And there are currently no other leads as to what happened to Tara. However, in 2017, Maria Equiball, mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope I pronounced that right, mm-hmm. who was Tara's friend, created a podcast called Vanished. And is now conducting her own investigation. Oh. Yeah. Maria and Tara's sister created a documentary, also called Vanished. Okay. And in 2019, the FBI began offering a $20,000 reward for anybody that can help find Tara. So, if any of you listeners currently or down the road... Mm-hmm have any information concerning the Tara Calico case, please contact the local FBI, FBI, or the nearest American embassy or consulate. Whoa, why embassy or consulate? That sounds international. How did that, how did that get? Because, I don't know, but oh, that's, okay. that's what the FBI webpage says to do. Sorry, I just felt wind, and I was it's like, is a window there. open? There. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what the FBI webpage says to do. Oh, really? With this case, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. 
maybe it's because it's been so open for so long. Yeah. Cold that, case. So yeah. at this point, any anyone anybody will take it anywhere. Right. Yeah. Okay. But that oh my fuck is God. the Tara Calico case. Dara looks like she's about to cry. I'm just infuriated. Like, there's two people allegedly, yeah, that were told the same thing by a suspect. One person even saw her makeshift grave wrapped in a tarp. I'm sorry, it's just so yeah infuriating. And That's like the only word I can read. And again. Henry, on his deathbed, said that he believed they relocated her to the lake. Okay. Drain the lake, get a warrant, and check the fucking thing. Oh, but I did forget to say yeah. that the kind of like the ringleader of the group, the sheriff's son, mm-hmm. committed suicide. But I just wish that she was brought wish, justice. Yeah, I wish there was closure. For her family, especially. Family, friends. And if you go on the Vanished website, Mm -hmm. there's way more to the story than what I could even comprehend. Mm, Okay. I mean, there's pictures. There's drawings of the truck. There is so much on this website. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I I deeply dug into this because Mm -hmm. I, I need to understand the story enough to have some type of speculation on it yeah absolutely um you would need to know as many facts as you could before like formulating an opinion yeah. on it. right <sighs> whoever murdered this beautiful soul who didn't have a chance to actually live her fucking life i really hope y'all are dead all of you um and uh rotten hell yeah fucking monsters yep how fucking dare you yes i get so infuriated and so passionate about cold cases like this I wish it could end on a happier note, guys. Um, but there we go. But there we go. Welcome to season two. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to season two. Is this the new tone? Season two, <laughs> this is it? This is the new tone? Merry Christmas. We're sad now. Yeah. Um, we're going to keep saying Merry Christmas every week till Christmas. Till Christmas. Because we're in December now. Yeah. Um, Fuck. <laughs> yeah, we really are in December. Thank God for that. <laughs> I'm ready to start 2022, y'all. I'm ready to lose this weight and start 2022. <laughs> I say I'm going to lose this weight, but... I signed up for the gym last night. <gasps> I well, Love I that re-signed for you. Up. <laughs> what gym? Planet Fitness? Planet Fitness, yeah. Because okay. okay. it's cheap and it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> you taking guests? Uh, I only did the classic membership, okay. the $10 one. Yeah. Um, would you like to start a membership with me and we could be gym buddies? Maybe. I honestly didn't think about it. Okay. I'll have to think about it. I'm not it gonna now. force you into something you don't want to do. I was yeah. just wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well guys, I will I will end this podcast <laughs> with the story of yesterday. The snowman story. Oh yes. Oh yes. Let's hear this. Wait, did I already say it? Not on the podcast. Well, you mentioned what you did to the snowman, but not why. Oh, okay. Well guys, um I was home alone. Oh, okay. I know know why. I know why I thought I said it already. Uh, I don't know if it was because of this case that I was reading up on or what caused it truly, but I I plugged in the inflatable snowman that I have here. It's really cute. It's pretty small. Um, Plugged it in. Didn't think anything else of it. Just, you know, went and took a shower. 
And as I'm showering, my dog starts viciously freaking out. Like, I mean, viciously barking and growling. And I could hear her, like, nails digging into the floor. So I run out, grab a knife, and start charging butt-ass naked (laughs) to the area that she's freaking out at. It was a snowman. It was the inflatable snowman that Ginge decided to attack yesterday. Oh. (laughs) Which doesn't make any sense because, you know, my my dad always had inflatables growing up. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why she doesn't like this one. (laughs) Well, I think I know what happened. Okay, so my dog's old, guys. She's like 14, I think. I don't honestly know how old she is. It's like an estimate. Oh, God. Because she's a rescue, so we don't really know how old she is. Okay. Um, but she's she's old. If you guys ever get a chance to see a picture of her, she's old. So, I think what happened was she saw it inflate, went out here, like, to go into the bathroom with me, came back out, saw it again, forgot it was there, freaked out. That's what I think happened. Uh, I think she has a little bit of... Um, Memory slippage. Dementia. D- yeah, can dogs get that? A lot of animals can, yeah. Well, fuck. Ginge. Well, I guess we could end it like how we do with all the other ones. Where oh. we're like, oh, be careful of your surroundings. Yes. Uh, lock your doors. Be safe out there. Yeah. Um, don't go out alone at night. Please don't ever. Let people know where you're going and who you're going with. Yeah, we're in... We're in 2021 send your location to all your friends keep your phone fully charged or bring a charger with you if you're going on a date take a picture of them and send it to their friends i don't care if it's creepy fucking do it send yeah and you know you know like send your location if you can there's apps out there now yeah that help other people know yeah where you are they can track you yeah there's actually an app now that whenever you're feeling whenever you're not feeling safe you can like hold on to the spot Oh, I've and heard if of, you yeah. if you let go or something, I can't remember it completely. But like, if you let go then of it, it, it and it, it'll like ask you a question, like, "Are you safe? Yes or no?" Yeah, and if you don't, and answer if you don't answer, like seconds, yeah, it, then it notifies the authorities, right, with the exact location that you were at. I think I think I've heard of that one. I don't remember what it's called either, but yeah, in Chicago, it was a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually this app that I have called. Um, my, the only reason why I know about it is because my brother invited me to be on the app to oh. be, like, his emergency contact or something. It's called Citizen. Oh, cool. And it lets you know, like, where your friends are, what their battery percentage is. Wow. Yeah, like, my friend in Chicago, her battery percentage is 51%. <laughs> it lets me know if there are incidents near them and then there's also people that like take videos of incidents around the area wow and then just reports it on the app oh you can also post like lost animals that are now found yeah yeah and like there's notifications about like daily news too about like i've been receiving a lot of things about the um mask mandate the booster shot or like the booster vaccine or whatever stuff like that so Download Citizen if you guys don't have it. Um, be safe out there. And this is not sponsored. It's not sponsored either, right? We're, we're not. just wanting you to be safe. We need to claim that, by the way. We're not sponsored by this app called Citizen. We're not. Um, it's just something. We just want you guys to be safe out there. Exactly. So. So. We love you. We do. Uh, see you next week. Yes. See for. Ya. 
another cold case, but hopefully it's a little more soft. Uh, I don't think it is. No, I don't think but any cold case goes goes soft. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's an it's another cold case. I meant I'm, maybe it's a little more supernaturalist. Like Oh, it is a little bit. In 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 some in some ways. Confusing. It, that is more like it, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, don't be racist, don't be homophobic, don't be a misogynist. Stay safe out there. And have a great night. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.